Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. The old Trailblazer riding out on old Dan this morning. Come on, Dan. Got to get out. Got to get out there, man. Folks standing around waiting to hear the old Trailblazer, maybe down there at the sawmill or the water tank or somewhere. But this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Mission. But we bring you to these studies now, just began last few days, on the coming of the Antichrist. Oh, I hope it, I hope that they, uh, they uh, uh, have some interest in you to hear what's coming because, my friend, we're living in those perilous times that the Apostle Paul spoke of. He wasn't speaking about the stock market or those things. No, he's speaking about the apostasy that's already set in, and man is uh, is is not just 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 don't want to know, scared to know what's coming on. But we bring in these studies and hoping it will be a blessing to some of you. But let's get back in our study. We saw in our last time that uh, the will of Satan has been to be like the Most High. Old Satan always wanted to be God. Now, let's notice and keep in mind this great fact that there is a conflict between God and Satan. Oh, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Between the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Satan. Between the Son of God, Christ, and the Antichrist, the Son of Satan. Satan revolted against the authority and the sovereignty of God. And the reason that men today hate the sovereignty of God is because they are children of Satan lost and without hope. And Christ said, the lust of your father you will do. John eight forty four. Get it now. Let's get it. You listen. Hold your seat. We're going to jump a creek, Pastor Shelton used to say a long time ago. Every preacher, every religious leader, every man, woman, boy, and girl on this earth who hates the sovereignty of God is a lost, doomed, and damned sinner and is a son of Satan. Oh, I know that's not comfortable with folks. Under the control of Satan and the spirit of the Antichrist, every born-again believer loves the sovereignty of God and respects the absolute authority of God over his heart and life. Because every individual before he ever gets saved (coughs) comes to love the sovereignty of God, comes to bow to the sovereignty of God, comes to bow to the Lordship of Christ. And I want to tell you, my folks, listen, the greatest thing in the world that ever happens to an individual, if it ever does happen, is to come to know the Lord. Come to know the Lord in the forgiveness of sin, in repentance, being made a new creature in Christ. One of the most popular verses of scriptures in my vocabulary is, uh, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature this morning? Let me just deviate just a moment. Are you a new creature? Can I ask you that, my friend? Are you a new creature in Christ? The apostle said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new. We have a saying here that's very popular, the old yellow dog in the backyard will know when you get saved. You say, how, how so, Pastor? How so, Trailblazer? Well, you go out the back door, open the screen door and step on the dog's tail, and, and you give him a kick in the rump. No, no, but when you get saved, when the Lord saves you, gives you a new heart and a new spirit, you won't do that. No, the cats and the dogs won't sail out of the house when you come in the front door once you get saved because you'll be a new creature. And my friend, I have witnessed that many, many times. Oh, listen, listen, the greatest thing that ever happens is for you to get saved if it ever does. I mean you folks, you come to bow to the sovereignty of God and the Lordship of Christ. I may as well be frank with you. Your will is going to be broken. I mentioned that in the last study, too. 
Your will has to be broken. You, I tell folks, you know why you're not saved? Lost sinner, some of the folks that I know are not saved because they, their will is not broken. They will to do what they want to do. I mean, you know, most folks do what they want to do. I use that expression a lot. Folks do what they want to do. You want to buy a new car, you buy a new car. You want to go to town, you go to town. If you want to do this, you do that. If you want to go get drunk tonight, you go get drunk because your will has never been broken. My friend, and I, I pray for you day by day. Oh, I may as well be frank with you. You might as well get ready. Your will is going to have to be broken. If you're going to bow to, you're going to, bow to the Lordship and the sovereignty of Christ, listen, listen. Throughout the God's Word, beginning in Gen- Genesis 3.15, the seed of the woman and the seed of Satan are set forth, the Christ and the Antichrist. You have two lines, two lines of prophecy all through the Scriptures, all through the Scriptures, my friend. Not just here, there, and yonder. It's all through the Scripture. The Lord Jesus is spoken of as the seed of the woman, as Shiloh who should come, Genesis 49.10, as the rock of our salvation, Psalms 89, as the shadow of a rock in a weary land, Isaiah 32, as the deliverer, 2 Samuel 22, Psalms 18.2, the son of a virgin. Also his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, Isaiah nine six, and then as a stone out of a, out of, as a stone out without a hand, cut out without hand, Daniel two twenty four. He is spoken of many times as our near kinsman, Redeemer, Numbers five eight, and Ruth three nine. Malachi speaks of him as a son of righteousness that rises with healings in his wings, Matthew 4. All through the Old Testament, he is spoken of as a substitute, Isaiah 53. One who would die in man's stead. Yes, yes, how wonderful to go through God's word and see this prophetic line of truth regarding the Son of God who was born of a chi- as a child in Bethlehem's manger, grew into manhood, on the cross became our substitute, was buried and rose again the third day, ascended back to the Father, is seated at the right hand of God as our righteousness and as our high priest, and someday is coming again. Oh, my friend, let me ask you something. Have you ever read, I ask my folks here, Read the Gospels. Read the four Gospels. Read one a, a month, if you would. Read the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But when you get there to the time of the crucifixion, steady, start at the garden. The Lord was in the garden praying. He said, Father, if this cup pass, if, let this cup pass from me, if it could be thy will. Not, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. You know why he said that, Father, to his father? Because the cup personified all of the sins of God's elect, mine and your sin. My sins were there, my friend. Your sins were there in that mystical cup. Then, then he left there, went through, the, went through uh, Pilate's court, Caiaphas's court, was stripped of his robe, scourged by the Roman thong, a whip, crown of thorns put upon his Precious head, carried the, carried the cross 
out there to Golgotha's hill. Oh, my friend, we'll get into that more later. But then the seed of the serpent, Antichrist, or another who shall come in his own name, John 5, is not a system but a person who will head a, like a military kingdom, the Gentile nations, according to Revelation 17. He is also set forth through the entire word of God in prophecy. In Genesis 3.15, he is called the seed of the serpent. In Psalms 5, he's called the bloody and deceitful man. In Psalms 10, he is set forth as a man of the earth. In Psalms 37, the lawless one. In Isaiah 10, he is called the Assyrian. In Isaiah 14, the king of Babylon. In Isaiah 14, again, he is called Lucifer, the son of the morning. I might say that Lucifer means the day star. That's the title, the day star. He is set forth in Isaiah 14 again as the abominable branch. In Isaiah 29, 20, as a terrible one. In Ezekiel 21, as a profane, wicked prince of Israel. Then he is spoken of in Daniel as a little horn. In Daniel 8, as a king of fierce countenance. And then as a prince that shall come. In Daniels 9, 8, 926, he set forth... Uh, is said to be the idle shepherd. Christ speaks of him in John 8.44 as the, uh, listen, John 8.44 as the lie. In John 5, another that shall come in his own name. The apostle Paul in first in 2 Thessalonians calls him the man of sin. In 2 Thessalonians 2.4, the son of perdition. And in Thessalonians 2.8, the lawless one. John speaks of him in John 2 as the Antichrist. In Revelation 6 as the rider of the white horse. In Revelation 13 as the beast out of the mankind's sea. These names and many others throughout the entire word of God denote the satanic character and his deadly work. My friend, my dear friend, are you beginning to see and realize what this world is headed for when such an individual comes upon the scene as this world's ruler? Is that, are, you, are you turning a blind eye and saying it won't happen? But my friend, this is God's word I'm bringing you. Every bit of this God's word written by the finger of God, uh, listen, all of the atrocities that we are witnessing now in these nations that we find on the scene, the scene of the world, listen, and see and realize that this world is headed when such individuals come upon the scene as the world's ruler. All of these atrocities we are witnessing in these nations, listen, it's just baby talk and child's play in comparison to what this world will suffer under the rule and reign of this willful, lawless king, the son of Satan, the Antichrist. So we have briefly traced through the Bible the seed of the woman, Christ, and the seed of Satan, the Antichrist. We see that Christ was born of a woman, a virgin woman, virgin born, that is, according to Luke 135. The Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary, the Virgin Mary, and that was which was conceived in her womb 
and born of her was the Holy One, the Christ, virgin born, whether you believe it or not. Now, I often tell folks, whether you believe it or not, my friend, doesn't make any difference. I couldn't convince you in a hundred years if I tried to. This group, this group of modernistic scholars <clears throat> and trans, who have translated this new RSV Bible did their best in their translation to obliterate the virgin birth of Christ. But Christ was virgin born. The Antichrist will also be born of a woman, but he will not be virgin born. Satan will be his father, but a harlot will be his mother. So under the influence of the Antichrist spirit, they translated Isaiah 7:14 to read, Behold, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son. That is the Antichrist scripture, my friend. That's the Antichrist scripture. We'll pick it up there in our next study. I hope that you are uh, interested in hearing these things, my friend. I, I'll tell you before, I'm not, I'm not aware of everything that takes place, but I have gracious uh, uh, material to go by, and I glean from it and help, 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 help put it out where you can understand it, my friend. Are you interested at all in the future of the? We we hear folks talk about the 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 s three the, the three sixes and the and the and the chip on you. All of those things are going to come to pass, my friend. We don't know when. No one knows. You don't know, and I don't either. But my friend, God is on the throne. Our Lord is on the throne, and He'll be there from now on. He's ever 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 everywhere. And my friend, the old trailblazer, will be back tomorrow. Remember my phone number, air code two two five six six four eight six five eight. I have time to give you my mailing address. It's Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I ask that you'd pray for me. Let me hear from you if you want to. And uh, give me, pray for me. Tell me that you'd like to hear more. And we'll keep going day by day. And uh, that's all we can do is go ahead as the Lord leads, my friend. And uh, I hope you'll pray for me. Would you just pray for me and help me with the broadcast if you possibly can, if you're interested in hearing the truth and getting out the gospel. Goodbye and God bless you.